Welcome to Scott Slam episode 3. This episode we dive into Dominic Mysterio's rise in WWE, Gunther's dominant Intercontinental Championship reign, and the roller coaster of emotions in Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' relationship. Buckle up for an action packed ride through our views on the ongoings in the squared circle. This episode we have a returning Greg and Liam to the podcast, along with Ryan Charlie from the previous podcast. First off, we dive into the journey of Dominic Mysterio in WWE so far, from tagging with his father, the legendary luchador Rey Mysterio, to now running with the Judgment Day. What does the future for Dominic hold, Greg? Yeah, I find it all um, very, very interesting. Um, as you were saying there about the moment with um, his dad when they won the, the tag titles, that was, that was brilliant to see because very rare you can kind of see a, a kind of father-son uh, bond like that. So for them to achieve uh, the titles, I see from then that there was maybe going to be a split happening. They kind of teased a few uh, different things. And that's obviously when the, the, the Judgment Day came along. Personally, I've, I'm not his biggest fan, if, to be honest, but I think it's, it's worked really well. I think the, the relationship, as you would call me, Ripley's his mammy, which is funny <laughs> in itself. But... Um, I think it's worked really well. I think she's really uh, kind of transformed him, and the fact that he's the crowd, he's getting booed, he's getting that kind of reaction, and that might be quite controversial. Um, winning that title was probably a good decision because it's made everybody more annoyed. Everybody was really, really shocked by it as well. Like, what? I can't believe he's beat Wesley and he's won this title. It's really, but it's added to the, the kind of the heel bull that he's got. Um, and he's already main event, and like, talking on your point there about the, the future for him, he's already like been in main events in Raw and stuff like that. So, and he's, you can see his in ring abilities get a lot better, and he's, he's he's really improving. He's kind of working well. Like, I think it's, he's only going to uh, grow and get better. And I think from kind of different pay per views, he's 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 going to be kind of headlining. But I don't know. If, uh, that's what we're all kind of looking for. But no, I think that's the kind of role he's he's definitely going to take going forward. Absolutely. What do you think yourself, Ryan? Are you much the same as Greg? Are you thinking he's going to kind of hit there or a little bit of nothing, maybe? Him and Rhea just work so well together. It's it's appearing that you didn't really see work, but it does. I think that's like, like down to the bottom, really. As far as his way is going to go, he'll, he'll never be in a world title picture. That's just no. If ever is, I'll. Probably just fucking quit wrestling, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the the North American Championship is probably like suits him now. Yeah. Uh, he'll maybe climb up to US champion, IC champion. But uh, I'm kind of seeing Judgment Day coming to an end, kind of soon-ish. Like everyone's priesting that kind of cashes in a bit wee bit. Of, uh, in fighting between the the faction, but I've I've kind of enjoyed him. To be honest, he's 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 a good heel. The the crowd hate him, and 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 I seem to like him, and I, I don't really know why. <laughs> but he's yeah, you know, he's yeah, he's huh, 
You dumb dumbs, alright. Yeah, that's right. Just oh, there's silence. Who's got to talk? <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, the, uh, I'm I'm really critical normally. WWE's creative, but in this instance, I think this is a, a masterclass on how. You take a, a a young green inexperienced athlete and introduce him you know to the to the main event picture he's been really well protected by other uh, professional wrestlers whenever he's had the, the opportunity to to shine and i'm not sure how much of an influence raise got backstage but he seems to creatively been been pushed in in absolutely the the right areas for me i think we are doing an awful lot of the the heavy lifting there she does a fantastic job of, of being able to, you know, add to his heel value while at the same time making herself look the, the, the confident, strong one. And, and that adds a, an, an awful lot of, of value to her whenever she's in singles competition because she definitely looks uh, stronger, more experienced, more confident than, uh, than Dom. In terms of... You know, when we're looking at, at talent on the, the mic, Dom's not ready to do a, a great promo yet. He doesn't have that that kind of experience. It's really early on in his, his career. And so when you're thinking about people like Cody creating an emotional connection or, or the Usos, particularly Jay and, and LA Knight or Sammy getting people really fired up, CM Punk or MGF and, and AEW captivating a, a crowd, Dom's not got those skills. But in terms of any wrestling promotion, Dom has to be the absolute best at just holding a microphone and getting a reaction from the crowd. Doesn't he actually have to say anything? They've created a sort of roundabout one where people despise him so much that I don't think there's uh, there's a better weaselly heel uh, in professional wrestling at the minute. In agree more, what do you think yourself, Charlie? Do you think maybe he's got the, the potential to be the next Eddie Guerrero? Personally, I think he's far too close to Rhea. She's mine. Like they need to get that sorted. He did have a good match with Sammy. Sammy, sorry, I'm trying to say Sammy saying that one word there. <laughs> he could have potential to do other things, but as um, Liam or Ryan said, um, the their like little faction might be coming to an end. They might have a wee bust up sometime soon. Now we'll say our sights on one of the most dominant runs in recent memory, other than Roman Reigns, of course. That being. <laughs> Gunther's intercontinental run. Do we see this run coming to an end and who do we think will take the belt from him? I'm just going to throw that one straight back to you, Charlie. Like he's had some really good like physical matches with like Drew and Sheamus and stuff like that, but I think the main competition is probably Drew. But I'm not saying that just because Drew's Scottish, but it does. <laughs> he is kind of up there. You think yourself, Liam, do you think there's going to be... Somebody else in the shadows looking, waiting to take a spell from him. I think it's difficult to see it at, at the minute, unless they're planning to, to transition them to, you know, to to one of the, the major heavyweight titles. Then, if you look at the, the people that he's actually competed against for uh, the Intercontinental Championship, there's not been that that much by way of a formidable competition. There was a series at the at the start. Uh, his title reign with Ricochet and, and Nakamura, but uh, other than really Sheamus and, and Rey Mysterio, uh, he's not really defended it against 
any kind of top draw talent. I mean, you're talking about the likes of uh, Xavier Woods, Johnny Gargano, Mustafa Ali, some fatal four ways, in, including uh, Riddle Nakamura and uh, Gable and, and Priest and, and different uh, kind of variations of, of them. But other really than, than AJ Styles and, and those defences were at house shows, he's not really had what, what you would call you know, a, a championship battle. There's been nothing really building. There's been no relationship-based stuff that could really capture your imagination. So he is the draw. It, it is him that, that's carrying the you know the weight of that that championship, rather than any uh, creative behind it to to have you captivated about Ariel feud. Uh, Charlie's right. It, it looks like you know there might be the beginnings of that. Something that we might be able to get invested in with with Drew, uh, and certainly you know between Seamus Drew and, and Gunther, that there's been some heavy battles there that. Uh, point in a positive direction if if Drew and, and Gunther is the, the next thing. But at the minute, you know, I'm not sure who would be able to take it off him unless they build towards something like perhaps a, a Braun Breaker who, who beat him for the NXT Championship. Uh, but I, I'd only be happy with that if it was going to lead to a, a you know, a, a bigger feud with, uh, with Gunther and, and one of the, uh, the heavyweight championships, I think. I totally agree. I think it's one of these ones that's, as you say, I think he has been carrying that absolutely and there's not really been a need for for creative to step in and maybe give him a, a compelling storyline maybe as such, but maybe Drew's the first guy who's going to get a real fight out of the guy. Not to say you don't ever get a real fight out of Gunther, it just seems to be that he, he just starts dominating whoever he's facing, whether that's Mustafa Ali or whoever else, you know what I mean? It just seems to be almost like a squash, whereas that powerbomb we just see them raw. Drew McIntyre through that table. Thought maybe Gunther was gone. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> when he landed on his neck. But what do you think yourself, friend? Do you think? Do you think again? Do you think Drew's going to be this one to take him? Do you think it is going to just be the title that he's holding just now, just until he's ready to take on a bigger title? Yeah, I'm got to kind of echo the same kind of Fox's way in this one. Uh, I'm I'm got to be biased and say I hope Drew wins just so it can propel Gunther up to that kind of main event like kind of level I think he's there if, if, if he's going to challenge it like someone for a main title it'd probably be Seth Rollins yeah I've been like, like I kind of see Roman goes nice title anytime soon so if he did, like, did get pushed up it maybe be against Seth and, and, and to me that's a kind of that's a kind of top tier kind of match. Uh, he's probably uh, highlighted the uh, IC title as a, a, a major one again. It's kind of been a, a afterthought with some people. Yeah. But uh, he's, his run's been phenomenal. He's, been, he's matched with Drew at SummerSlam's going to be a, an absolute battle. And it's probably going to be matching the night in could be one of those hidden ones he seems to be just kind of picking up and picking up every, every time we see him in the ring when it comes to, to strengths maybe he's, his mic game isn't the best but Triple H seems to be, have kind of strong views on him he seems to be you know one of the top men he sees in the future of WWE is that kind of way you see it yourself Greg? Yeah yeah I totally agree with, with all this um, the, the guys were saying I think he's, he's, his run's been absolutely phenomenal I think it's like 400 and nine days and 
and counting. I don't, I don't see him kind of losing the title really anytime soon. I, I think I love Drew uh, to win it, but I, I think they're really going to still keep kind of pushing Gunter as that kind of uh, dominant force. They kind of transition, obviously we knew him as Walter, to Gunter. It, it, it's happened um, maybe slightly quicker than I thought it would, but he, he's really kind of took it on board. He's kind of transformed it. And then as Liam and the guys were saying, he, he, I don't think he's had a serious kind of challenge as of yet. I think the, the challenges have been to kind of push the other superstars rather than uh, him. But with Drew coming there, you, you could see just these kind of facial expressions and stuff like that. That is a four, right? I'm in, I'm in a big kind of uh, challenge here. Ludwig Kaiser, I like him as well. You were saying there about his, his mic skills and maybe still approaching <laughs> that. I think he, he just totally adds to it. He just builds him up for how good a kind of wrestler is and the whole kind of like the demeanour of the Imperium and stuff. I really like that. I think that works um, brilliantly. I don't think it will happen, but I would love to see him talk about heavyweights and stuff. But again, Brock Lesnar, I would love to see just, just to have an absolute brawl with it. Just the, the two of them. I just think it would be just outside the kind of number. Continental Championship, maybe in that picture, but just as a battle and a match, I just think that's would be absolutely epic and probably a big uh, kind of step in Gunter's career and kind of pushing him forward. But no, it's been interesting. It has it's been fascinating, and I think he will continue as much as I want it to get claimed. But um, <laughs> I think he will. Uh, he'll continue on. But no, it's it's been great to see him. It's been really good. Totally agree. And you know, that's a really good show. I feel for the, the old uh, ring game and now we'll see see what that the future holds because Brock Lesnar wouldn't we can never really tell who he's going to face unless it is somebody that's holding a title normally. But as of late we've seen some some interesting, you know, storylines and twists for Brock Lesnar which we always seem to fall for. But again, I think that's, that's a really good show. I'd I'd happily see that as a as maybe like a I mean event, maybe like a pay per view down the line, absolutely. Next up we're going to discuss the women's division. I can hear Ryan. Somewhere in the background there. We'll get to you, Ryan. We will. <laughs> Do we think think the creative are laser focusing on the kind of patchwork tag teams instead of legitimate tag teams that maybe are just currently not active on the roster that's already there? What do you think, Liam? Well, when Charlie and Greg there were talking about is suspending their disbelief as, as Walter turned into Gunther, it, it, there was a pathway there that if we stuck with it, we could see, you know, there was a coherent plan. And they bore the fruits of that. The, the opposite is the case with the, with the women's division. Ever since Naomi and, and Sasha left, as a, a result of a creative differences and a, a lack of direction and, and cohesion at, at the time, you're assuming this is two people's egos getting the better of them, but uh, as times went on and we've seen the absolute shambles of, of this division where if somebody told me that they'd recreated WCW's uh, kind of fortune wheel of doom, you know, to, to cobble people together uh, to make tag teams and then do nothing with them, break them up, give them championship reigns for a, a, a while, it's it's depressing. And they've got people in there with a lot of experience, with a lot of knowledge, who have great experience of creating meaningful rivalries like uh, like Lita and, and Trish Stratus, who've been involved in, in some of these matches. And you think, uh, is the talent being listened to? Or do, do, do creative have a long-term strategy? Or 
is, is there any respect for for this division at all? Because when you look at the individuals that have been in, involved in in, in, in the uh, the tag team pictures, people like, like Morgan and, and Rodriguez, Sky, Dakota Kai, you know, uh, Sonia Deville, uh, Becky Lynch, the, uh, these are uh, talented athletes. And the, the only real tag team that, that, that's made any sense or, or had any impact instead of look, or in the case of looking like they belong together, uh, were Baszler and, and Ronda Rousey, and, and their run wasn't particularly well managed either. Injuries have played a, a, a huge part and they've had to adapt and, and change to some of those circumstances, but there doesn't seem to be any long-term strategy. It seems really reactive and, and short-term. And when they manage it like that, it's really, really difficult to get passionate you know, about any of the, the matches or, or runs when you have the feeling that things could change at the, the drop of a hat. Rings quite familiar to maybe two years ago when we started the podcast and doing lives. We were talking about tag teams, but I think it was more the male the, the kind of division we were talking about. It was just non-existent. Um, and I just think it's it, it potentially is going to start going that way if they don't really pick up soon. There's a lot of promise. I know there's a couple of new tag team uh, women's teams that are getting kind of brought in. Now, Ryan, yeah, I know you're absolutely chomping at the bit, mate. Do you, do you much agree with Liam? Do you, do you see do you see anybody in, in in the back that you think currently on the main rosters should be in those title pictures? Do you, do you think there's there's anybody that should be getting brought up maybe from NXT or somebody that could be signed as free agents perhaps? Well, I kind of echoed my views on the women's division kind of last episode, so I'll I'll try and keep this short as possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's just shit to be honest. The women are just getting like it. It's like a toilet break their matches now, which like shouldn't be the case. I mean, I mean like like as in tag teams that are there. I mean, they had Ella Dawn and Our Fire come up from NXT, and then like like unify the belts was, and that's been. Two or three months, and what if I mean, where are they? I mean, yeah. just, just like, 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 totally disappeared. Uh, you had Caden Carter and Katana Chance, I mean, fair enough, they're like here and there on TV, but I mean, they are a tag team, so like, you know, kind of like, give them some time, push them, but it's just, it's like, apart from that, in who. Else, is there really? It's just it's what William said. It's it's makeshift tag teams that are maybe two three weeks and then they're like like tagging somebody else or just no there. It's it's very disrespectful to the women and they they definitely deserve a lot, a lot more. And and that's my run over. It's it's much much need improvement. I think on on that. Kind of side of things, Greg. I know you're you're a massive fan of Shotzi. So I know she's seen her fair share of of time. Enough, we're not going to see that anytime soon with the storyline she's currently going on, going on. But do you see anybody yourself maybe over the past maybe a while since we've been been away that you think maybe we've no thought of somebody maybe you think I kind of make shift that actually maybe could make it like you're Shayna Baszler's and you know Ronda Rousey, but maybe hopefully the creative wake up and go, let's do something with them. I, 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 I totally agree. 
it's what the guys were saying. I think this, the women are just totally, totally getting let down. Just be, I think just for kind of all angles for the side, like the creativity, the way matches are finishing, um, what's kind of going on without throughout matches. Sorry, um, it's just as Ryan was saying, it's just really been difficult to to watch. Like there's like so many teams getting put together, and as you say, right, give them a chance. And then it's still quite what now, and it, a lot of the matches as well. Like, like so many fatal four ways and stuff for contenders for championships, and then getting through, and then people only getting rematches and stuff, and, and just none of it's, it's none of it's really making making sense or something seriously lacking in, in creativity and what's it kind of pushing forward. Um, the singles aspect enough like, like the way like Charlotte and like Oscar and Bianca these. Women are very powerful. They're very experienced. They're brilliant. What they do, so they're they're a kind of joy to watch. But backstage and whatever, they they're probably putting views across to help superstars. But there's definitely somebody that people not getting them listened to. Like touching them, what you were saying, we we should say there as well. I might be devised in the past. I don't think she's the like the the best wrestler but she's all why is it she's always the one that gets squashed every single time you're like there's other superstars there that can just get squashed <laughs> once just once but no but that's <laughs> it's been quite <laughs> interesting as well recently um obviously she's going through a difficult time and hopefully that maybe sparks a rivalry with Bailey going forward but I think they're, they're struggling to just look at different angles there doesn't seem to be any kind of purpose uh, to what they're doing and as the guys were saying there's so much talent that to be there, but it's just, uh, it's just no happening. And as Ryan says, it's like a toilet break. You're just like, oh, right, what's going to be next? But hopefully, Triple H can can really start to get it under a bit of control. I'm so glad so- you're feeling my Natalia pain, Greg. <laughs> Did you see what it's like? <laughs> I was losing my luck all the way through that. There, because I was that angry at all. <laughs> I knew that was buried somewhere in you, Greg. I knew it was. I knew for, for two, for whatever it was, maybe six months, eight months or so, we've been, we've not been, we've been away. You've just been hurting us so much with this, this shot. I say, no been on TV and no seen her. She's back, so. Aye. <laughs> I'm sure how it's done, aye. We know, like we've touched on, we've touched on a wee bit of the singles there as well, obviously. And we know, Charlie, you're a, you're an absolute massive fan of um, Rhea Ripley, of course. She's, she's an absolute wife. powerhouse. She's, she's your wife. She's your wife, she's your life. Ryan, watch out. Um, so I know maybe like to these people, they're all kind of put up on kind of pedestals, if you want to say that, you know, they're just obviously not going to be anywhere near the tag team divisions. But do we think that's maybe where the focus has went, or do we think the overall focus has been just the fact that they've maybe got lost in the whole bloodline and everything else it's carrying the company forward? What's your kind of views on that, Charlie? I don't feel as strongly as this against as Ryan does. Because like the women have been done dirty, but uh, they, they only seem to be focusing on a select few, which tends to be like Charlotte, Rhea, you know, Bailey, your big headliners. But like, there's tons of talent, but they just like refuse to use it. We'll move on, and it's time to unravel the intricacies of one of the most compelling friendships in WWE history. What is your current thoughts on the? They'll run the tag belts and Kevin Owens' rib injury we've just found out recently. Ryan, what do you think? Do you think it's something that's going to be affecting this run? I hope not, because the run's been actually alright. They've had some solid like, solid matches and but both guys just work extremely well together. Uh, 
but as a tag team or like you know singly, uh, I, I, I don't really see anybody that can maybe take the belts off them now, which is kind of like to hold, you know, like tag team situation. I mean, there's like plenty of groups they can face, but uh, it's like I, I don't really know where they can kind of go. If that makes sense, they're like stuck. Now, eh, I, 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 do they have a match of SummerSlam yet? I, I've, I don't think I've seen one. If I have, I've missed it. No, eh, I don't. I don't. I don't think they do. I think it's actually been cancelled. It's only just come out today. I think it was. It's, they've said that, that the match is cancelled due to due to Kevin Owens' rib injury. I think, as far as I'm aware. But again, that's just that could just be talk. I <laughs> that like, like, like could be at work. But if if, yep. if it is cancelled and is you know like. General Hart, that's a that's what a major blow to them plus the company as well. Because I mean, I mean, Sammy and Kevin are probably two of your biggest stars that they've got. So if 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 they're appearing on the the one of the big four pay per views, that's a mega blow. But, but I've I've enjoyed them together. But but I. Uh, I prefer to yeah, see them fight singly, if, in my opinion, but they've been good champions. Been a, kind of, a different kind of view on them, I feel. Um, you've kind of seen maybe some some possible hints of past frictions with them, but thankfully nothing's kept you fruition as of yet. Do we, what do you think, Charlie, yourself? Do you think if, if this injury is for real, do we think that the belts are going to be obviously have to be dropped? Potentially, if he's going to do it for, for long enough where they can't defend it and they can't just keep putting Sammy out in single matches. It could be one of these injuries that only keeps him out for a month or so. Or it could be like one of those more severe ones where he's out for like the year. Um, but like, I like them I like them as a tag team. I kind of want them to stay a tag team, but I do like it when they fight each other. Um, it was like quite a feel-good moment when they actually won the titles at Mania. Um... But like they do kind of carry the men's tag division, but uh, we'll see if that will continue since he's injured. But they might have to drop it, or they might have to like you know what's that word when they have to have like an is it intermedium, like someone kind of holds it for a bit till everyone's better. Intermedium, isn't it? I, I, I know there's a word for it. I just can't remember. True, True. Could, um, that could be a main man riddle. Could be. Yeah. I could see that myself actually as a show. It's not something I've ever thought of, to be fair. And considering there is that aspect, the fact that Riddle's been kind of poking his nose in, it could also maybe add another wee bit of a twist onto the storyline that's kind of spinning off of the bloodline in Kevin Owens and obviously Sami Zayn. What do you think yourself, Liam? Do you think that are they going to maybe try and keep them together? Are they going to give them a break and then just see what happens and maybe just hope that the, the kind of the way it's been going is going to carry them through maybe a couple of pay per views if need be? I mean, I suppose if you hark back to our, uh, you know, our original uh, podcast uh, during lockdown, it will be no surprise to you, you know, that 
I really couldn't care less. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> Sammy had given his, his probably career uh, best performances throughout the, the, the bloodline. I thought he did a fantastic job. So to, to be fair, for somebody who I was never really invested in, he really did capture me in, in those storylines. I thought he did brilliant work. It, it, it was unbelievable. At the, out with that, he's, he's done nothing to, to interest me. That's tag team run doesn't interest me. Kevin Owens pulls the, the, the tits off me. Uh, and and again, other than Jericho pulling out, you know, what was probably Kevin Owens' best work during the, the whole Best Friends segment, and I think Jericho was uh, the one doing, uh, you know, the majority of the, of the work there. He, he's never really captured my interest. How he managed to damage a body part that he's probably had no access to it for about 15 years. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see how long it takes them to recover from a, a rib injury and, and come back and, and potentially ruin whatever they come up with in the meantime. I think Charlie's right. They, they probably will introduce an, a, you know, maybe an interim tag team partner. But if there's been one area in, in the whole of the, the WWE that's been neglected more than a, the women's tag team division, it's been this one. Very, very little to, to uh, you know, to kind of captivate you, to kind of motivate you to to want to watch a, a tag team match at, at the minute. And certainly if, if this uh, tag team pairing were going to continue in the, in the long term, then I would continue to, to you know, fast forward or or do what Ryan suggested and go for a, a toilet break because I think they're <laughs> utter pish. <laughs> that's fit, that is fitting to the toilet break, of course. <laughs> Greg, throwing it to you, mate. I know you're a massive fan of Street Profits. We all remember that famous video of you dancing around your living room. <laughs> Top <laughs> off, jumping off the couches. That will be up in Scotland again, hopefully at some point. Um, they're obviously... Can I do or TikTok exactly when they're on TikTok? So you will go viral, Greg. It's an old video, it will go viral. It will go viral, mate. We'll make sure of it. We've got like say like street profits. You can see them kinda talking to the hut business. There's a wee bit of a kind of interesting thing going on there. Bobby Lashley also talking to Carmelo Hayes as well. So are they going to maybe be taken on by them? Is it is Bobby Lashley going to play like a, a managerial kind of role in that sense? Uh, do you see Viking Raiders or Alpha Academy in a shout with any of these tag belts, or do we think are we thinking maybe a return of the Usos? Are they going to try and get the belts back? I, I, I agree with what you're saying about the the Street Profits and and Lashley. I think that would be a kind of a brilliant combination. Really, really different. But I'd be very, very um, surprising almost. I tell it twice when I when I seen it. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. They're kind of having a wee chat away, you know, I've always been a massive fan of the, the Street Profits, I think this has always kind of been about the, the kind of title picture of, of kind of pushing um, other tag teams. Alpha Academy, as you spoke about maybe in the first podcast, I think they really, really came on as well. Chad Gable's just an absolute joy to watch wrestling the ring, he's up there with one of the best. Um, so they would, that would be great for them also to, to get a, a push. Just get back to what Liam, Liam that, was a, that was a touching tribute there you put it to London <laughs> I was I've, I've always been a big fan of <laughs> Sammy Zane I've always loved how was it, kind of previous podcasts he's were all getting annoyed because it was all that conspiracy theory stuff and how uh, good but the, the bloodline storyline just enhanced him fantastically he's come on to levels that I'd ever felt that he could achieve both in ring and on the mic um, so I, I do agree with Liam and in some aspects, I think that their big moment was 
obviously taking over. The Usos winning at WrestleMania, which I did cry at when they win the belts. Um, <laughs> but for then on, it's kind of like the moment's been then almost. It's like they've achieved what they were going to achieve. So it's like, what else can they really do? They're obviously brilliant wrestlers, so they're going to have matches and there's a lot of different tag teams as we spoke about there that, that uh, could contest them. But as far as pushing forward, I think the, the big moment um, has came. But it's the crowd absolutely love them. When Sami Zayn's music kicks the place, just goes through the roof. And Owens obviously as well gets his um his kind of moment. But no, in regards to the street profits and Lashley, I hope that becomes a thing. I really do because I think Lashley could kind of really enhance them because I don't think the street profits will ever kind of split up. So I thought, for a wee while I thought they'd maybe done their time, but something like that would maybe kind of add a, a wee bit of a freshness um to what's kind of going to go forward but in regards to the, the titles I, know, I can't see Owens and Zane losing them but it, it, there's no kind of more excitement in the story kind of side it for me but in the matches they're obviously obviously um, brilliant wrestlers and I'll get Sammy Zane to say hi to Liam I know anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I mean we've, we've touched upon obviously the, the female tag division the fact that obviously like we don't, we don't know what they're doing with it. We don't know where the existing tag teams are. I mean, we do have some, evidently, male ones, but um, fair enough, it's a makeshift one now, but it's one that works. So maybe down the line, we're going to see a male kind of rising a tag division sort of thing. Maybe we see that kind of come back to life, maybe like the old school days, hopefully. We'll see how it goes, but we'll kind of move on briefly before we, we wrap up. Let's focus on WWE's NXT brand. As of late, We've seen main roster stars such as Corbin, whether he's going as Happy Corbin, Poor Corbin, any Corbin, Lone Wolf, don't know who he is. The Judgment Days, Damien Priest, Rhea Ripley, Dirty Dom, the latter of whom we know has picked up the North American Championship. Do you think these stars are helping draw some eyes back on the brand? Do we think it's elevating the superstars they're facing or do we think it's kind of just, just, just kind of for the sake of it they're shoving these guys on? Yeah, I've actually quite um, enjoyed the, the, the kind of main roster superstars um, going NXT. I'll be honest, I've not really watched NXT as much uh, as I used to, but I definitely think these superstars are kind of made a huge difference because now you're seeing like Carmelo Hayes and kind of Braun Breaker coming to the, the top brand. So people are getting to see who they are and what they're about and can involve with, with different storylines. You mentioned like Corbin there, he's a perfect example. Just a great superstar to go in there and just cause havoc. But he's he, it's so clever the way he he kind of does it because it can add to the value of pushing superstars up and um kind of going forward. Like look, Bron Breaker, I think he's going to be. I think Ryan might have maybe seen the first podcast um, that he he could go to the very top. I think and and the main rosters, I think he's got a huge um future ahead of him. There's a lot of kind of interesting matches he's had in NXT and um, the kind of feuds going forward. I think because as well, a lot of when you're watching NXT, it's so surprising when they become, so I don't think the, the, the crowd reaction is almost like they're, they're shocked, so that definitely um, kind of adds to it. And when they're talking about on Monday Night Raw that who's going to be able to be a Ripley's going to be on NXT the next day and stuff, people are more inclined to watch, so I do definitely think it's, it's helping. There's a lot of a good talent was because before, obviously, like, you had like Champa and Cameron Grimes and like, Shotzi and Gargano and Austin Theory. It was like huge. Look how far they've come on now. They're like, huge superstars. Um, 
in the main roster. So even being just appearing on NXT for advice, if it's not even to be in the ring, just backstage promoting all that, I think you can only do um, the NXT superstars um, a benefit. So I think it's it's important going forward. I think it's and I think that they should hopefully kind of keep going with because I think a lot of superstars do benefit from that. I totally agree. I can see we. I like, I like your positive spin on it, and it's it's it is maybe perhaps a smaller crop of wrestlers this time round. I know we're probably all in the same boat here, but we've maybe not watched as much as we used to, especially when it was obviously the crop that we're, we're talking about. Obviously, who's now running the main roster essentially? Ryan, I know you're you're the same. You're kind of like you've you've touched upon like Ron Breaker. Uh, there is a few we could probably talk about that we maybe have seen, whether it be you know social media or. The occasions we have managed to catch the show, do you see anything kind of picking up maybe to that sense, even just with a smaller crop? If it's the men's division, it's probably a Ilya Dragunov. I think he is fantastic in the ring. I mean, he was on NXT UK and he had abs- like two or three absolute wars with Walter and he came over to obviously what it is now. Uh, he, he could quick, probably help carry the brand once Braun and Carmel do move up eventually. Uh, the 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 women's side you've got obviously the uh, uh, Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton now. So wait, wait, there is talent there, and uh, uh, and and. Bring in kind of main roster stars is is going to bring more eyes to NXT, which which when when they 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 didn't it, it, it was kind of like a, a afterthought to some people. So it's definitely it's definitely helped in the the crop of talent there does have potential. It's just whether they're be given that time to kind of show what they can do in TV. Uh, I don't know, but. There's definitely stars in the making there, for sure. I totally agree. I mean, we've got the, the Great American Bash you know, right around the corner. I think that's happening Sunday 30th, I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. For three days' time. Um, it, it does seem to be like, I mean, the poster pretty much says it all, doesn't it? It seems to be kind of like, that's the crop they're focusing on, essentially. Uh, at the moment, you've you've mentioned the likes of Roxanne Perez. We've got a lot of young young superstars that maybe we've not really seen the, the ages of because if we talk about like Champa, I mean he was quite late on in, in age when he started NXT, but he still made it to the main roster, which perhaps in you know times gone past, the older superstar maybe starting NXT but just stayed NXT and that'd be them. Um, so I mean it's it's something we could maybe look forward to potentially down the line. Maybe we'll, we'll be more tuned in as time goes on. Maybe we're just being a bit too maybe loyal to the last NXT crop maybe I don't know if that's maybe the best wording um, what do you think yourself Charlie from what you've seen you, are you impressed with anybody even if it is just people you've initially seen here and there rumours of uh, Brian Pillman Jr possibly signing so he might do something productive but like my thoughts on NXT is basically it's a shell of what it used to be I've kind of yep. lost total interest in anything that's happening in there like it was good when like Swerve, Carrie, and Cross were there, but like I don't see anyone that's that kind of standard just now, except from like you know, we as there, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, 
I have no idea what's going to happen because it all seems a bit of a shambles. Uh, it's had that kind of mixed bag at the moment. We'll, we'll maybe see if it's something they'll pick up on. Maybe the pay-per-views are probably the way to go forward, especially with these people making their appearances like we've mentioned. So maybe it is the way forward. Rhea Ripley certainly with the women's side of things is, is definitely going to elevate people, especially if there's a couple of superstars perhaps that are maybe going to look to maybe wrap up their, their time with WWE for maybe movie careers whatnot. I reckon maybe people like you know Becky Lynch and stuff like that. I think they're maybe going to be starting looking at it. I would even say down the line, Rhea Ripley could be one of those people. So they do need to kind of think fast. They do need to think, you know, what what the future holds for the women's division. And of course, we've already spoke about the tag themes. What do you think, Liam? Do you think is there anything you've seen? I know it's been opening your television as as you mentioned as we mentioned offline. As much as it has, if at all, have you seen anything maybe through social media that maybe has caught you and you've kind of went, that's no bad. So I, 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 I catch at any time uh, there are reported good matches, then uh, then I watch them. Certainly, uh, Dragonoff has been fantastic uh, to to watch. Braun Breaker, uh, I, I catch his matches, but it really does de- depend on you know who's who's paired with, with who, rather than me consistently watching the, uh, the program. I don't enjoy it. I think it's, I think it's lost its focus, and I, I get what Greg's saying. Uh, of course, having you know really talented uh, professionals like, like Baron Corbin being involved in it and the, the roster is it, helpful for for people to learn and, and expedite their their skill set and have him calling a match when you're you're up and coming. You know, must be be fantastic. But it's called NXT. It is supposed to be about people starting out, looking forward, and, and trying to build their their career. And I think it's really short termist to have already, you know, uh, proven superstars like uh, Finn Balor going back, you know, or uh, or Baron Corbin going back. Because what I think it does is it temporarily takes the spotlight off people, and and I think when the NXT was at its best. It was when it had its own group of people with real feuds, things that you could really invest in, real factions, real tag teams. You know, when you think about uh, Cameron Grimes and and the revival, and uh, when NXT was was pulling out some of the the, the best matches in the uh, the organisation, getting five star matches when Raw and SmackDown couldn't uh, do that. I get that. Some of the talents graduated, but the function of what NXT should be right now seems to be short-termist and only really value a progression towards one of the the two main brands, a Raw or SmackDown, rather than looking at how can we make NXT be the absolute best that uh, that it is, without relying on people from the other two rosters to you know to go and 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 pull that uh, that spotlight up. You're right, and picking up on what you're saying there, I think it's one of these things. Maybe they've maybe they've shifted too many people up too quickly, potentially. Maybe they've just started bringing people up too early before they've developed anybody below them before they've left, um, or it's just potentially like what we've discussed over the, the past couple of years, the lovely release word, um, which we <laughs> we had ups and downs with. We had people coming back who'd been released, we'd had them gone. Let's hope that's the end. Of it. Let's hope we're we're now on an even keel. And hopefully the talent that we do have and we do like will really stick around, but let's not jinx it. That kind of brings a close to this episode. We appreciate all your support. You'll find us on Scott Slam on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all your kind of main social medias. And-